Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So, Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to, to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Do it to build a community. That is the quickest way to grow. It does take time, but if you're not feeling that love, like maybe the blogging thing is... We need to get traffic. We need to get a lot of traffic. You wake up and you're not getting as many downloads as you want. Or selling your readers' you're going to make a fraction of the amount of money that you make. Reaching audience of 100,000 a month. For me, like it worked because I just kind of outlasted. Take the risk of putting yourself out there and be unique and be unique. This is not a blog. This is a business. I'm Jessica What's up? What's up? Nick Loper. I'm Tanya from Our Next Life. Nick True. I'm Jessica Moran. I'm Monica Louise. I'm JD Rock, and you're listening. You to- are listening, and you're listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast. What's up, bloggers? My name is Pete McPherson, and this is the Do You Even Blog. Do you even blog? Do you even blog podcast? Thank you so much for listening, new folks, returning folks, all the same. Usually, of course, I dive in long form interviews with other bloggers and online entrepreneurs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not today. Today is just me, and I want to talk about some creative ways that you can use social proof on your blog, on your website specifically, things you can do to help build trust and uh, legitimacy to you and your brand. So 
Before I jump into the actual tips, let me, I guess, take like two minutes and try and explain what social proof is for those of you who might not be very familiar with it. So I looked for like 10 minutes just now (laughs) on Wikipedia and otherwise trying to find like a non really technical, nerdy, psychological driven definition. And I could not find one. The best one I found is this, and this is from a a different Wikipedia article. The social proof theory popularized by Robert Cialdini as a great author. He wrote uh, influence the power of persuasion. The theory maintains that a person who does not know what the proper behavior is for any given situation, they will look to other people to imitate what they're doing and to provide guidance for his actions, right? So the whole point of this in psychology and business and, yes, blogging, is to get buy-in from your readers, from your would-be customers, to get them to trust you. It builds uh, respect and trust and adds legitimacy to everything you do, hopefully. All that to say that increases um, retention, like followers and email subscribers, engagement, hopefully, and generally, the more social proof you can generate for your blog, the better impact you can actually have on people because they'll be willing to listen to you more. They'll see you as having more authority, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that was all the really nerdy stuff. That was really hard to get through. Actually, let me give you two really quick examples and then we'll go to like a, the listicle part of the podcast. So number one, the intro to this podcast that you just listened to. First of all, I recorded all that myself. Uh, like the music, I wrote that really spent way too much time on it probably, but I had a lot of fun and it is social proof for this podcast. You heard, uh, John Lee Dumas. Um, you're going to be hearing, I didn't get everybody in there, by the way, I would like to get all my guests in that little snippet of audios and hi, I'm so-and-so. Hi, I'm Pat Flynn. Hi, I'm PT money. Hi, I'm, uh, you know, whoever that adds legitimacy to me. Oh, wow. This podcaster has interviewed, PT money. Oh, this guy has interviewed like Michelle Schroeder and Rosemary Groner and Pat Flynn and Brian Dean and like all these other bloggers that I know and heard of. He must be pretty good or he must be pretty important. So yeah, that was social proof. And hopefully it was a little fun and non-intrusive way to do that. Another example, like really easy one to get is Amazon reviews or actually any reviews anywhere on the internet. Amazon reviews are pretty much nothing but social proof. I mean, you can go read the reviews and kind of get some more information, but in general, what's the first thing you do when you see like a couple of similar products on Amazon? You look at their rating, like five star, four and a half star, two star. Generally speaking, if you see a product has like over a thousand different reviews and it's like four and a half stars, you can trust that. You can trust those other people that have bought into that product. On the other hand, if you look and it only has like 50 reviews and the average is like two stars, you might be like, "Mm, I'm not sure about that. It looks like most people aren't getting it. That's social proof in a nutshell. Hopefully those two uh, little examples will provide a little bit more context for the tips that I'm about to give you right now. So the first little creative thing that I just love, uh, I'm a little bit biased because it's actually a story from my old personal finance blog. I don't know how I got this idea. It was just kind of something fun that I thought of that ended up being a lot of social proof later on. And here's what I did. So I thought it would be fun to kind of have this game to 
encourage people to engage in my blog, like leave a comment or reply to my email or just, you know, just trying to build some engagement, communicate back and forth. And in return, I would give stuff away. Like I had these little, I called them dollar boxes. It was really just like a flat rate shipping box with a few little, it was like 20 bucks worth of stuff max. And I would give them away every now and then just to, you know, build up some fun things in the community and trying to get some engagement going on. But in this box, I would write them a letter uh, it was a little bit, it had some personal finance tips. And then it would say, if you would like a free book, I will mail you a book on Amazon if you take a selfie with this index card. And I've had the index card in the dollar box. I had uh, previously drawn on there with some markers and it said like, I heart the smarter dollar. That was the name of my blog. That was the name of my brand. So I heart the smarter dollar right there on an index card. And I told people, if you would like a free book, just take a selfie of the, you holding this uh, index card. You can even put it on your, over your face if you really want to. You don't want to show your face. And then email it to me. Email me the selfie. And so by doing this, they slowly started to trickle in. People would send their pictures holding up index cards that I made them with I Heart the Smarter Dollar on it. And I would send them... Uh, I mean, a few, the richest man in Babylon and, uh, rich dad, poor dad, like some, the millionaire fast lane, a few different like money books that I liked and it was enjoying. And over time, over a couple of months, these started to trickle in. And then I had like 20 of these pictures of my readers and other people in the community holding up these signs that say, I heart the smarter dollar. And I was like, these are so much fun. Like, how can I use this? And so I actually, got the idea. I mean, I literally wasn't trying to like build social proof or anything. I just thought it'd be fun. I made like a big collage of all these people, like 20 different people holding up my little index card. And I put it as the background header in my WordPress theme. So it was on every single web page on my entire site, my blog posts, homepage, everything is like right there in the background. And it was so much fun. I was just like, Oh, this is so cool. Like all these people that, you know, they have their I heart smarter dollar index cards. It turns out people started commenting on that every now and then in like emails and they would let me know like, Oh, this is amazing. This is like just really impressive. When I saw this, I was like, Oh wow, this blog must be like huge or awesome. Uh, which it wasn't huge. It was kind of awesome, but it definitely wasn't huge. And it turns out that was like social proof. People landed, especially new visitors. They landed on my, the smarter dollar.com my blog. And they were like, Oh wow. Look at all these other people that support this blogger enough to like take pictures with, I heart the smarter dollar on it. <laughs> it's the silliest thing. And yes, I completely cheated to get these. Like I, I was offering to like send them a free book on Amazon, but it turned it out. Just it turned it out. It turned out to be a really cool thing. And some really cool social proof all over my blog. It was really cool. So that was a long story. The rest of these won't be quite as long, but the takeaway from that is what cool things like that could you showcase? I can't really give you a whole lot of ideas because everybody's different. You're welcome to just steal that idea, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do this right now a little bit with t-shirts, but we'll get to swag in just a minute. What cool things could you do to just get some immediate and outside the box social proof? So let's move on to number two since we're talking about outside the box, inside the box. Number two is the testimonial, the quotes, the testimonials, the love stories from your readers, from your customers, all those great folks. We see these a lot, right? We see testimonials on like every single landing page for some 
ebook or online course, or I mean, I got blogger. You have testimonials there too. And they're important because they work. Don't get me wrong. Testimonials are absolutely critical, especially if you can show a picture, by the way, this is like my first really big secret hack. That's not really a secret hack, but the more you can add pictures to testimonials and stuff like that, a, the more believable it is. And C, <laughs> I skipped B. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking wine. A, the more believable it is. B, uh, the more believable it is. C, it just looks better. It grabs attention from people scrolling down your product page or whatever. And they see this and they're like, who's this person? And then they're like, oh, it's a testimonial from a real person. And that's Frank telling me how awesome this dude is. Anyways, on this little... Uh, piece of advice here. It doesn't just have to be for products. I think that all of us would say, oh yeah, let's put testimonials on our product page. It could just be on your homepage and it doesn't need to be about a product. It could just be about your blog or you personally go to your mother and ask for a testimonial. I think that would be a hilarious thing to put on your blog homepage. Actually, I hope all of you do that now. That would be really funny. Um, if not a little bit, you know, snarky and sarcastic, but you could just have quotes from your readers that they were tweeted to you. What about that? Like people who commented on something you posted on Facebook that said like, I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for posting it. All you got to do is say like, Hey, I love that. Thank you for that. Can I use this note as a testimonial or maybe not even call it like a testimonial, but like, can I quote this on my blog? This was special to me. Uh, I'm sure that they would let you do that. Same thing. If somebody shares a piece of your content on Twitter and then writes down, I absolutely love Pete McPherson and what he's doing over there. Do you even blog? This is a plus content. I literally tweet out to these people or maybe private message or whatever and say like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Would you mind if I use this uh, on my blog homepage? I'm kind of showcasing some reader stuff. They was like, sure. Why not? Of course. By the way, especially if you give them a backlink, be like, Hey, can I quote you on this? I'll also point a link back to your blog uh, or your name or something, whatever. People love that. Get love stories, get quotes, get testimonials. You can get them from anywhere as long as you have people's permission, of course. And yeah, it doesn't have to be about products. It can come from anywhere. It can just be about your blog, your brand. It adds a layer of legitimacy to your site, which is very, very important. Social proof. That's why we're talking about this. I think that's a great way and an easy way and a free way to get social proof right now on your blog. It could be a quote at the bottom, by the way. I love that. Like a big footer quote. I would go down there and read that because I would think it would be like from an author or an influencer. But if it were just like a little testimonial for your brand, I don't know. That would catch me off guard. I would like that. So that's number two. Moving on. Number three, share numbers. This is also one of the obvious ones. This isn't very creative, but share any numbers you have. I have an email list of over a thousand people or even a hundred people, or I have this many sales. I've sold this many units. I reach this many readers a month, like all that stuff. I get it. It can be like a little... Uh, what ego boosting sort of thing. And maybe it is, don't get me wrong, but it really is social proof. And I think as long as you're honest about your numbers and you can share any milestones that you reach, it could be even time. Like let's say you've been blogging for like 10 years. That's super impressive. Or maybe it could be a little sarcastic and snarky and join the dozens of other people that are on my newsletter. I mean, even that kind of gets noticed. I don't know. Maybe don't do that, but you get what I'm saying here. Share numbers. If you have numbers, share them. And even if you have pretty small numbers, I would still share it. And then continue to update the number as your email list grows or your follower count grows or whatever. But numbers are really, really great social proof. 
How big are you? What have you done? If you have any accomplishments to showcase, boom, do it. That's number three. Number four, and some of you are not going to like this. I can tell you right now. I can tell. I can hear it. Like your own comments. (laughs) Heart your own tweets. Uh, Heart your own YouTube videos. So I'm kind of into video SEO on YouTube right now. And one of the like super basic recommended SEO stuff is to, after you publish your video, leave the first comment. Leave the first comment and pin it to the top. And you can say whatever, a little thing about the video, then say like, hey, if you have any questions, please comment below. I'm here for you in the comments. Just let me know. And then pin it. Leave a comment. Like your own video or press the heart sign or thumbs up or whatever it is on YouTube. All that stuff is there for a reason. Like you can like your own videos for a reason on YouTube. You can heart your own tweets on Twitter for a reason. If they didn't want you to do that, then they wouldn't allow it. Like there's, there's no harm in doing that. And it's just one more to your little social proof thing. I know that's very small. You are but one person and it could be the difference between getting that second like on a video or not. Does that make any sense? I hope it makes any sense. Like your own comments. Comment on your own blog post. I think I'm actually going to start doing this. I did this a little bit in Blogger U. I have different lectures that have comments below them. And I've decided I'm always going to go in there and be the very first person to comment. It doesn't matter that it's my own piece of content either. Like it just gets things, it gets things kicked off. And there's just a weird little psychological trigger in there that says like, oh, somebody else is doing this. That adds more legitimacy for me doing it. So that is number four. Like your own comments. I know some of you might not agree with that or think it's silly or stupid, but to you, I just challenge, why not? Why not? Why don't you want to do it? So before I go into number five, I'm going to sip my lovely glass of wine right here. Mm. Okay, that's good. Mm, That's really good. So I'm drinking out of a beer stein but it's a wine because i didn't have anything else so yeah now you know okay move on you always see these about pages filled with like oh i've been featured on cnbc and forbes and new york times and cnn money and all that stuff that is huge social proof and i know i don't know 90 percent of you listening to this probably haven't been featured on like 18 huge media outlets and you don't have to you can literally list Anywhere that you've been featured or interviewed or, I don't know, guest posted even, that's totally cool. There are no rules. And if I saw like a list of 10 different places, 10 different articles you wrote for other people's websites, small or large, whatever, it doesn't matter to me, that's social proof. It is. It doesn't have to be, well, obviously the more influential the outlet, like, oh, yes, I did get posted on the New York Times or whatever. Of course, that'd be huge. That's massive social proof, but it doesn't have to be those big sites. You could just list all of the podcast interviews that you've gone on. Uh, like I said, small blog guest posts. It doesn't matter. Anywhere you've been featured, anywhere you have connected with other outlets in your niche for any medium, video, audio, blog, doesn't matter. List that stuff out, maybe on your about page, or if you have a media page, put it on your media page. That is still social proof, and that's a great place to put it. I would actually say put it on your about page just for the fun of it. Even if there's, mm, I don't know, only two or three that you've done, go ahead and put those on there. Say, like, I'm very proud to have my writing featured on ABC, XYZ. Michelle Schroeder actually has a huge page with everything she's ever, like, been featured on. It's actually super impressive. Um, Okay, that's number five. Number six, 
thank your mentions and share them. So what I mean by mentions is someone shares your stuff on Twitter and they tag you on it. Or you find out, even if they didn't tag you on it, that someone shared a piece of your content. Facebook, Twitter, you somehow found out that they repinned it or mentioned it in one of their blog posts. Thank them first and foremost. Like legitimately and say more than just thank you for sharing too. Like be like, hey, thanks for sharing. I sincerely appreciate that. At the very least, you should say that. You could also say like, thank you for sharing. What was your favorite part? Or, you know, what did you take away from that? I appreciate it. And not only that, but then share it. So this is why maybe you don't have to like retweet every single tweet that someone mentions you in, but it does add like a little bit of social proof to your followers to see that someone else besides you is promoting your content like organically. That's like huge social proof. Thank all of your mentions and then share them. That's great social proof. And last but not least, this is going to be a little bit more towards the creative side. Make swag. It doesn't matter if you're a travel blogger or lifestyle, or personal finance or meta blogging or whatever. It's fun to have something physical to give to people. And seriously, you can start so, so small. What if you had a really fun handwritten or just typed, printed out physical letter that you could like snail mail to people? That would have a huge impact. And you pay like what, like 40 cents for a stamp or something. I'm so incredibly out of it. I don't even know how much stamps cost, but have something physical. It could be pins that you could have made up. You can get custom pins, like a billion of them for like under 70 bucks, like 80 bucks. You can get like 250 pins with your blog's name on it. Uh, I would love pins, by the way. I love pins. You guys want to do that? I would be the first person to like enter in a contest on your blog or leave a comment or something to get your blog pin. That's just me. Uh, T-shirts. That's another great one that I've done already. I splurged. I spent a pretty good amount of money on my t-shirts because they're 50-50 polyester cotton and they're pretty and they're like blue and they say, do you even blog on them? And I've given those out to a few folks. Some people have bought them and yeah, I love seeing pictures and I love seeing other people out in the wild wearing my blog's brand on their bodies. Like I just love that. I give it away to some people in my hometown and they wear it. I'll see them at a coffee shop and I'll be like, yes, I love that. Uh, it could be hats. It could be beer koozies. I have a physician on fire beer koozie in my kitchen right now that he gave me a FinCon. I love that stuff. And again, any sort of social proof that you can collect from that, like when I send out t-shirts and a few people take selfies with them and then post it on Twitter, it's just huge like legitimacy to my brand. The people care about do you even blog enough to like wear that on a t-shirt? Like it's crazy. And it's not even necessarily that they care enough, but that is the psychological takeaway when we see that sort of stuff on Twitter. Like I don't remember where I was and I saw a group of, Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was the choose FI podcast. I don't remember. It was one of those bigger personal finance podcasts. And it was like a group of like seven or eight people wearing the same t-shirt for this podcast. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I don't know. Maybe five of them was like the staff or whatnot, but it's still, it's social proof. Make swag and you don't have to pay $300 to get a bunch of t-shirts made up. You can literally do pins. You could make something yourself. You could just hand write something, put it on an envelope and send it to somebody. And hopefully maybe they would post about it on Twitter or Facebook or something like that and share the fact that you went above and beyond for them. That's social proof to all of their followers. You get where I'm coming at with this stuff. So I'm going to wrap up now. I'm going to finish my wine. 
And I'm going to leave you with this. Social proof is just a easy, maybe not easy. It's a simple way to build brand recognition, to build trust, especially for like new people that are landing on your website. They need to feel like you know what you're talking about. They need to see authority on your website as quickly as humanly possible. That's why I had the big header collage with all those people that have iHeart Smarter Dollar index cards. Right there on my homepage, above the fold, whenever a new visitor landed there, they would see 20 other people that were sporting my brand name and taking selfies, like from across the world. It was incredible. And it just had this effect of like, oh, wow, this must be a legitimate blog. This must be an important person. This must be a smart person. This must be a big brand. And as long as you can do that, honestly, the more you can do that, putting stuff on your about page, quotes and testimonials, sharing numbers, sharing your, uh, you know, your reach, your monthly reach, the collage, the swag, the, the Twitter mentions from people like supporting your stuff. The more of that you can do, it adds legitimacy. It gives your brand legitimacy. Yeah. You need buy-in if you want people to keep coming back to your site, to opt into your newsletters, to buy your products. You need that trust and respect. And there's absolutely no better way to get it than social proof. Okay. Let me wrap up. Thank you for listening to this. I really hope you enjoyed the intro, by the way. I spent a lot of time on that. If you do, if you do, if you did enjoy it, please leave a comment on this post. So I will make this at, let me see here. Do you even blog.com slash podcast slash proof P R O O F. Do you even blog.com slash podcast slash proof Go to that page, leave me a comment uh, whenever you get home tonight or home from work or whatnot, and I will, I don't know, give away a t-shirt to a random commenter. You don't have to take a selfie of it and post it on Twitter, by the way, but if you can, you know, hey, more social proof for me. Do you even blog.com slash podcast slash proof. Go leave a comment. I'll give away a t-shirt and that's it. Thank you for listening. I got mm, Jessica Morehouse, Nick True, uh, Chris Peach from moneypeach.com. I got those folks coming up on the podcast here over the next couple of weeks. I know that you'll enjoy those. And yeah, that's it. Without further ado, let me say so long. Have a wonderful day. Keep up the blogging. Go comment on that post and I will see you later. Hello, listeners. This episode of the Do You Even Blog podcast is brought to you proudly by esimoney.com. John from ESI Money is one of my all-time favorite bloggers, and specifically in personal finance, money, saving, retiring early, financial independence. He is a crowd favorite here at Do You Even Blog and just a legendary teacher of all things finance and organization and even marketing, in my opinion. I highly recommend you all go sign up for John's newsletter. You'll get a free PDF, Three Steps to Financial Independence, as soon as you join, and to show him some love. His content is really good. He's a great blogger, a great writer, just loves the blogging community more than you could ever know, hence why he bought Rockstar Finance. So go join him at esimoney.com. Again, that's esimoney.com. Show John some love.